0: We are back on Locked On Bulldogs here talking recruitment. We just got one of the best linebackers to ever sign at Georgia. Some may even say the best. We've had a whole slew of them. We're going to talk about Justin Williams as well as a number of other recruits that might be becoming Bulldogs with Brian Smith next on Locked On Bulldogs. You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are back, Locked On Bulldogs, part of the Locked On podcast now your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. We are here talking about a number of things, Justin Williams' commitment, KJ Bolden, and some other names because recruitment doesn't stop. We're here with Brian Smith at FB Scout underscore Florida. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself? Uh, Doing fantastic. Dog Nation is doing fantastic because we got a kid who is now part of the fold uh, that for all intents and purposes is the best linebacker right away to sign at Georgia. Uh, And he said in his commitment, Georgia has produced linebackers into the NFL time after time after time. Uh, shoe and Kirby are doing some work on the trail. Uh, so let's begin with this. Justin Williams commits last night, six, two, two Oh five out of Texas. Uh, Who is this cat? What is he known for? What does he bring to the table? I think he's a kid that can play all three
1: in a traditional four, three linebacker set. Of course, UGA runs a three, four, which makes it more unique. And I still think he could play either of the inside spots, but I have a feeling the dogs will move him around a little bit. This is a kid who's not surprisingly very fast. He ran down a receiver on the first play of his huddle. That was a really fast. I mean, he plays in Houston. For those of you who don't know, Houston's elite football. And he runs like a kid. It's a buck 70. And that's that's the first thing. And then he he will thump you. He'll get in there and he'll shoot gaps. He'll be very aggressive. He diagnoses very early in a play, which that's innate, but he's yes. very good at it. And then finally, he's a guy that kind of makes the play whether it's stripping the ball or whatever, just kind of an it factor. And those are the kids that end up getting drafted. So I love him. I think he's a kid that while he's going into a complex scheme, that Kirby runs, they'll find a way to get him on the field early. He's not going to sit long.
0: No, not going to sit long at all. Uh, like we've said, top 10 national composite recruit, no matter of position, number one linebacker, Texas, you mentioned, I mean, we're, we're talking Texas here. Okay. Yeah. Like, like great football, great football. They know how to play. Uh, And and you said there's two basic types of linebackers. If I was to simplify and make binary, there's the Monty Rice, who time in, time out is going to make plays at Georgia. When he was here, he was consistent. He was a solid tackler. And then there's the Nicobe Deans, maybe Channing Tindall, who are heat seeking missiles that make the play, the interception, the fumble, the sacks. And yeah, you look at his tape. You said diagnostic skills. My gosh. There are a couple plays that he he did his homework because he knew the play was going to yeah. be before it was snapped. That's instinctual. That's incredible. Uh, you look at 205 and you think, oh, undersized. But no, not how this kid plays. He's going to bulk up. Yeah. He's going to get to that. And he's going to be super quick, super fast, set an edge. Uh, and, and I just can't help but see N'Kobe Dean from the middle. When he's playing that middle, there's other positions. There's kickoff that he had some highlight from. But man. Out of a cannon shot and tracking down guys, it's unreal. Uh, with how many linebackers Georgia has, you said they're going to find a place for him to play. Georgia has been known to put freshmen onto the field. It doesn't matter. Linebacker is notoriously hard in the SEC yeah, to get the nuance it is. and the complexity. It is, it is so difficult to do. When do you anticipate him playing? How soon could he see the field at UGA?
1: In packages from game one first and 10 against a quality opponent in the sec, he'll be standing next to Kirby because of what you said, there is no shortcut with a three, especially being an inside linebacker in a three, four, you got to know where everybody's at. That's not realistic. Um, but I still think he's got a chance to be a Roquan Smith kind of player. We're directing guys and all that. Um, I, I still think that Roquan just for the record is one of the most important guys in the last 10, 15 years of Georgia because he kind of changed that culture. Yes. And you know, he was a three and out guy talent wise anyway, but like, You know, he was as good a player as he was in the college football his last year because he made the play that nobody else did. And I think Justin has a chance to get to that point, but that's all this stuff, and and it's just a ton of study in the playbook and all that. Give him some time. But first, I think they'll find a way to use him in nickel and dime. Again, his speed is ridiculous. And he can cover. So why why not find something for him? Blitz a little bit. Like Michael Williams wasn't going to start start last year, but they had to get him on the field. They found ways to do it. You find ways that would you know kind of take away from knowledge of the playbook, the sick the ball kill ball, you know, that that basic. He's gonna outrun everybody to the football anyway, even if they know where he's at. Yes, who cares? Yes. I'm just better than you. Sometimes I, that, don't make it too complex. Let's just no, get to
0: no, just get to football. And that is, you know, this you said Roquan Smith. That's my uh, my personal favorite dog of the last 10 years we not not he's the best great. but my personal favorite because of how he transformed the entire defense and kirby yes. smart really made that staple that name for itself uh and justin does have that ability to again be cerebral he's he's not just only a thumper he is a thumper but he's some guy that knows he's got a trajectory he's got a plan he wants to come play with shoe and by the way glenn schumann my gosh why don't you just go ahead and pick anybody you want my 33 years old this kid is just and i say kid because i'm literally older than him and he's plucking out five stars whenever he wants them uh justin williams is a special one is a good one we're gonna come back after this i'm gonna ask brian about a name Uh, we got the number one quarterback we got the number one linebacker are we in the in the mix to get the number one safety at UGA. But first these. And these are eBay motors. eBay motors right now is the place that you need to go to get the right part, the right fit at the right price for your Car. I've used them a dozen times when I got headlights. I got an old Bronco that I'm redoing. I've had little parts here and there with a little window treatment, little power windows. These parts are at eBay Motors and the right part, the right fit, the right price. You go over there, you put into your garage the make, the model, of the year of your car, and eBay Motors has a guarantee. It guarantee fits and it's only available for U.S. customers. You get over there right now you put your make and model in, you search your part, and they're going to go ahead and give that actual guarantee. And if they can't get that guarantee, if it doesn't fit your car, if they're wrong, they're going to give the money right back to you. eBayMotors.com. Get over there right now, fill in all your details, fill in everything that you need for the right part, the right fit, the right price. That's eBayMotors.com. Get over there right now.
1: available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: We're back with Brian Smith. FB Scout underscore Florida over on Twitter or X, depending on what age you are. If you know <laughs> anything about that and how you talk about it, uh, I don't know what was going on either. Like, Where am I? <laughs> I have I have no idea. Uh, Brian, there's another name. Uh, we get the we we beat out Oregon for Justin in the recruiting cycle, and also there's a couple more big guys out there. We miss out on Sammy Brown, but that's okay. Nobody's complaining about that today because we've got a better linebacker in my estimation in Justin. We'll see how that plays out over the next couple of years. But another name that George. Georgia fans have been long, 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 long for is KJ Bolden. He makes his announcement on August 5th. He's already scheduled that. We are a couple weeks away from that. Tell us, you have any word or hearing anything about KJ's recruitment as it comes down to the wire?
1: I was told yesterday that it's going to be Georgia. Um, That can always change. But he, he told one of the other recruits that I know that it's going to be Georgia. Simple as that. And it's a kid I've known a long time. And he offered it to me. I didn't even ask. Okay. So, and uh, he's he's friends with KJ, but it that's part of the process. Yep. Because these kids change their minds, so keep that in. Like we're dealing with seventeen year olds. You know, he, tomorrow he could call that same kid, say, "I'm going to Ohio State."
0: So, that's right. Um, that's what I call the leader in the clubhouse. that's yes that is a good way that is a fantastic analogy it's the golf analogy is us saying yeah if i had to make a bet i'm gonna bet on george i'm gonna take a ticket that's gonna get me a bet because they're already leading the clubhouse somebody could have an incredible back nine and go ahead and storm up and do some weird stuff again we never know but if you just look at the tea leaves of what's happening if you look at a couple of camps and you look at just Optics. Look at the photos. Look who KJ's joking around with. Look who he's hanging out with. Look at the kids that are he's around. And when you tell other recruits, because these guys love playing with each other and they love making sure. decisions on where their friends are going to go. So if KJ's telling somebody, "Hey, I'm, I'm going to Georgia," it's either to tell him, "You, you do you," based on your decision, but just know here's what's here's what I'm thinking. That's here's right. what I'm leaning, Here's what I'm doing. And then you make your decision. I want to give you information, um, but if that's the case, I, let's let's just say, like you said, leader in the clubhouse. KJ tells a recruit, recruit tells you, uh, this is all we got. We got tea leaves in the recruitment world. If that's the case, if that's holding true, number one quarterback, number one linebacker, number one safety, possibly we're going to get to in the second second, possibly Fraser, number one running back in the land as well. How do you look at this recruitment cycle for Georgia if those those three, Justin Williams, and we haven't even gotten to uh, defensive line, maybe a couple of cats are looking at it as well, but number one quarterback, number one linebacker, number one safety in the nation. What does that do for Georgia's recruitment cycle in your, in your eyes compared to the rest of the nation?
1: Barring something unforeseen, it's going to be pretty hard for them not to finish in the top three and almost number one. I mean, anything's possible. Anything's possible, decommitments and all that kind of stuff, but- they're trending at a rate that is not unprecedented, but it's very close to it. Alabama and Georgia are the only ones that really have classes like this. Yep. And, I mean, Bama's class last year was obviously unbelievable. and Georgia's was pretty close to it. Now the question is, can they close on somebody, especially like a receiver or something to add on to it? Just whoever, and the Nate Fraser people we'll talk about in a second, is to that. Now the question is, you know, when do they decide? Can they add more? It never really ends, but it, the other point here, real quick, the NCA's and I hate this rule, but the non twenty five scholarship limit anymore. Yeah, I, I, at some point, some school is going to take fifty in a class because it's the only way they can compete with Alabama and Georgia. It's going to happen, and then they'll get rid of that rule again. But how many is Georgia going to take? I, that's I, I have no idea, and I'm not sure Kirby could definitively answer me that. He's sitting in front of me right now. Because are you going to turn down like a high four star kid on signing day? that wants to flip from Tennessee or Auburn. Or are you? You know what I mean? So, Dude. it's hard to say just how good this class can be. I used to be able to say, "Well, there are 21 commits. Yes. They've got four left." I have no freaking idea where he's going to end up
0: at. So, this is this is like this to is me weird what the what the uh, uh, payroll is for like MLB or NFL teams. When you say salary cap, the salary cap is oh, non-existent yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. in those places. They do some magic in the back room with the bean counters. I have no right. clue. It's not a rule. It's such an arbitrary number and it's just weird how they move things around. That's what it feels like with this recruit number because yeah, we're sitting at 26 commits and, and there's possibly- When does it end? When does it end? <laughs> is it going to end at 30, 33? We're going to have a couple of guys decommit. Uh, Tuggle is is wide receiver who doesn't want other competition coming through it's rumored and, and there's there's smoke around that who knows if he decommits if wingo some mm-hmm. comes back i i don't know exactly but to your point it's it's so bizarre. We can't project anything. Cause you're right. Some, some really weird Texas A&M type program is going to come around and just start throwing money and just get all the, all the recruits they can right. for as much money for 40, 50. And then they'll say, we'll deal with it next year. It, the the team that I'm thinking of that's going to do that is Colorado with Dion, Dion's going to do it that. It could be. Um, and he's not going to, he's not going to take losing. They're going to be awful this year. Awful.
1: It'll be interesting to see. What they do. That's a, that's
0: a great call by, by, I I think that's going to be the team. And then, yeah, the NCAA is going to have to reckon with itself and and try to do it uh, and try to see what's happened. We're going to come back after this. I'm going to ask about a running back and a defensive lineman uh, on this incredible tear for Georgia, but first these. We're gonna wrap up the show. Thanks for the one ninety nine being here, the loyal third segment listeners, bonfire.com slash store slash the one ninety nine. Get your fluent and Kurbanese bottles and buckets, and here comes the death marks t-shirts over there. Really appreciate you guys doing that. Uh, Brian Smith going to ask you one more question, and it's kind of a two-fold because there's two other names out there. Nate Frazier, running back, uh, number one running back in the nation, composite, as well as Dylan Stewart, defensive end. Both of these guys are trending towards Georgia, and there's a number of other recruits as well. Um, We have two in the fold already at running back, and Nate Frazier is making some googly eyes at Georgia and some recruits that he knows – uh he's talking to and, and saying the same thing Puglisi uh quarterback commit as well as others where do you put Nate Frazier's commitment watch if you were to make a guess if you were to give you some leaning some tea leaves, what would you put it at
1: uh this one's very simple to me uh, I used to deal with him a long time ago Greg Biggins has crystal balled him to Georgia there is no person for any region in the United States, regardless of network, that is more in tune with what's going on in the state than Biggins in California, and specifically the modern days, and LA's an LA guy. If he said it, it's done deal.
0: Done deal. If I I
1: saw that, I stopped my research. Yes. I didn't call nobody, I
0: didn't care. That's it. If you know modern day, if you know LA, if you know recruitment, modern day, any of any USC history from 15, 20 years ago that had got got all those kids, they came from modern day. day. (laughs) <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that's they, why
1: USC and Pete Carroll won. they got all the LA kids then and that's why yes. I'm I'm really hesitant with USC moving forward as a side note they're not getting those kids right now. And I don't understand why you would think with their excitement they're losing Oregon's getting them kids leaving yeah. going to USC. It's bizarre and uh, I think Fraser's the next one.
0: Uh, I think you're exactly right. It's really, really unique to me. Lincoln Riley might be able to diagnose X's and O's, but right now he is not able to do anything on the recruitment trail as it pertains to those guys, and it's quite unique to me. Uh, yeah, that modern day, that running back, if he gets in the fold, all of a sudden, again, there's reloaded back there. It's the Riola mm-hmm. effect. It's the offensive line that we've seen already do that. Riola said, Pugliese said, hey, this is the trench warfare that we need. That's going to keep it going. All of a sudden, running backs come in, and they see what can happen at Georgia with a 3 Headed attack to say we're going to keep you fresh. We know running backs uh, have a shelf life. We're not going to grind you out and crush you and kill you. We're going to keep you fresh. We're going to keep you going. And if you can play, you're going to play early on. Uh, look at Robinson from from this last year for Georgia. I think that's going to it's continue right? as well. Um, so high, high marks. I I tend to agree. The second I saw Frazier start interacting with other UGA guys out there, and you got the Brock Bowers <laughs> from California, everything you you saw, and then you're right guy that has connections out there west coast is a sec people this is not an west coast is a little different on recruitment wise and there's a little bit more clarity sec south kind of kind of keeps it's harder. harder west coast is a little bit there's there's oregon usc ucla maybe occasionally and if you're looking elsewhere if you're looking across the country it it's it's gonna happen i think you're exactly right let's talk about another name uh defensive line defensive end edge guy dylan stewart uh he's maybe some leanings to georgia maybe not top uh 50 guy depending on the recruitment services that you look at where do you see his recruitment as it pertains to georgia as well
1: this is a very very interesting one he's kind of the silent mode now and not that i have contacts in dc but i know from talking to people ohio state georgia those are two but right now it's just entertaining to me because ohio state has a great class but their fans are all up in arms because they don't get every single kid. And there's a lot of bitching about their defensive staff. Like it's insane.
0: Yes, Ohio yeah. State
1: fans are my least favorite to deal with in general. They drive you yes. I'm just, I'm just being honest. I'm not a Georgia fan. I'm not a Ohio State they, they just drive me nuts. But anyway, they're bitching and moaning about Jim Knowles and that staff not getting guys. Yeah. Look, I do not shed a tear for Ohio State's recruiting. Come on, bro. Come on. First off, I just want to do that. Number two – I don't see how Ohio State, unless something changes dramatically this fall, because Dylan will probably be a signing day kid. Yeah. I don't see how he ends up there, even though he's a priority, because they're not developing kids all of a sudden. And I'm not sitting here saying, I understand, well, I have no idea. But their defense last year, I watched the Michigan game. It didn't take very much to figure out. They weren't very good. No. and It's not a, it's not a lack of talent. <laughs> it's not a nope. lack of talent. So, again, like I tell everybody, I do all these podcasts on the Locked On Network. Anytime they bring up a kid that's recruited by Georgia, I always tell them the same thing. Prove me wrong. He's going to Georgia. People get pissed, but I say they develop the kids. That's why they go there. And I talked to all these guys off the record. My pick is Georgia until otherwise, no.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, he has, and again, he doesn't really deal much with media. He's kind of over it, which is fine, but I'm picking Georgia until otherwise, no.
0: Yeah, it feels the same way to me. Every single time I see an Ohio State kid as it pertained, it used to be, uh, running back, wide receiver, tight end, offensive sign, I got really Offense nervous. Different. It, Offense different.
1: Offense I, different. I do not want to recruit against them for offensive skill guys at it's, all.
0: And that's why Raiola was such a big, big deal, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. It It was was weird and it was big. But you're talking defense. Now, you you say Michigan. I I get a little worried when you say Michigan. When you say somebody else in the SEC, Alabama, I get really nervous because those are – You're telling me if it came down to Georgia and Ohio State for a defensive guy, all I got to do is just sit back and be like, look at the tape, look at the bills, look at the guys in the league right now who are making it, who have been drafted, who did get developed. And you're exactly right. Look, any time I watch Fox Big. New noon nooner kick. And they talk about the defense with, I, I just laugh. I'm like, you have no concept of what defense is. you all playing Northwestern. And I know we got Vanderbilt, but it's a different breed down here. I tend to think the same. Dylan seems to me to be a lean. Uh, It is good. I, I like a kid that's just kind of over the media stuff. It, to your point, let's, let's all slow down. This is probably a, a day of, understanding yeah. and, and let's just chill on that uh he is brian smith go check him out at fb scout underscore florida uh for all that interaction uh any any camps anything you traveling for soon or, or those kind of well i
1: media days are right now here in florida i went to the one in orlando yesterday uh there's there's going to be one in hillsborough which is tampa coming up this weekend etc then there's one in fort lauderdale one in miami there'll be something georgia related out of it i'll talk to I'm sure a guy named Smith, that's a receiver that everybody wants to know about. that's yeah. down in South Florida and all that. But there'll be something Georgia-related. There's one actually in Atlanta coming up uh, this next week, too. So I don't know who all is going to it, but uh, that, it's like every program in the state of Georgia. There'll be, some, there'll be
0: some news coming out about the dogs. There will be. There will be. He's Brian Smith. Thanks for joining us, Locked On Bulldogs, by Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we'll see you all next time.